Welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 390 for March 12th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week is a fan. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, it's Andrew Rowe McFain. Wait, but uh, a fan? I thought I heard a fan, but that might have just been you breathing heavily. Well, there's either, it could have been that. I mean, I have fans in the room. I see. I mean,. The computer on my computer. I see. That makes sense. And we're also joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. And you want to take this take? This is. I mean, it's kind of got some hostile energy. <laughs> this is the one where. Sure you, you sure you I don't feel, want to try it again? I feel attacked. Do you, do you I, want to apologize to Aroa? In my own. <laughs> I, I do not. I do not want to apologize to Aroa. Nope. I'm gonna move on, and I am your host, Nathan Reen Spruth. Uh, let me ask you. Connor, where can we find you? You could find me, you could find you, you could find Aroa at a website known as Aroa.website. You punch that into your URL and, and you hit the enter button, and then I, I think you do still have to click OK, and then the music starts playing. But at that you point, do, or I'll kill you. Oh, mm, I, I don't think it's going to go that extreme. <laughs> but at that point, you have access to all of our relevant social media links. Uh, one of those I'd like to draw your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. If you're into that sort of thing, I, I worked very hard on it, and I think you would enjoy it. I work. If you listen to this garbage, you probably like that gold mine. Okay, I... nobody listens to this garbage. There, hey, there are some people that listen to it, but I will say that I also work technically on that podcast as well. And you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruth, everywhere. At Reeton, find me on uh, Twitter at Reeton. I'm there tweeting most of the time, and you can find me on Twitch. That's a big one. I, I stream Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, at Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. It would mean a lot if you went and followed. And we're gonna move on, and we're gonna ask a row of what games you played this week. I uh, I finished Pizza Tower. Oh, right on. Uh, you. <laughs> I'm I'm proud of you for finishing that tower of pizza. We knew you could do it. I was surprised. What um, I, I have no I still don't know what this game is. It's, it's, it's Wario Land. It's yeah, it's Wario Land three and four. Oh, okay, like, okay. It's great. Um I loved it. Um I purring. Hmm? But we obviously you loved it. You're purring. Oh yeah. God, the kitty cat. I I loved it, and I plan on going back to it probably soon just to uh, see if I can get a higher end game rating. Gotta get uh, the gotta get all those achievements. There are a lot of achievements. I bet. Uh, I God, I bought this for one of my friends because that I loved this game so much and I knew he wanted to play it but hadn't gotten around to it yet and I figured that part of that was that it cost 20 bucks so I got it for him just cuz I love it and more people need to play it uh fantastic indie 2D platformer puzzle game thing 
it's, and speed runs are gonna be fucking wild, man. I bet. They're gonna be so wild. Uh, also played a bit of a uh, a vampire survivors wannabe called Bone Razor Minions. It it's hilarious to me that they are they people are ripping off that game. Yeah, Why, it's incredibly successful. It is, but it's so out of left field. Like the game <laughs> Vampire Survivors came out of left field. And now people are like, aha, we must rip it off. Well, yeah. Anything fresh and new that it proves to be popular, you get you get people who are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Bone Razor Minions has certainly its own twist on the formula. Um, it's a lot shorter sessions uh, that you go through. Um it's a lot more focused on sort of the, the upgrades that you do outside of the uh, the roguelite aspect. And there's a lot of like little side things too. Like it's it's just a really cute game and it's only like, it's doing the same thing as Vampires of Errors where it's only like five bucks. And I think it's, I think it's cool. We, it's, should, we should make a Vampire well Survivors done. clone. And make it a hundred dollars just to see how much we could sell. You play You're as right. Peter Molyneux running around defeating game design ideas as they come in floating from the outside of the screen. Multiplayer. Right. Did he make that game where like you? It, it was all about microtransactions, and you hit a block, and at the end of it, and he's like, "That's it, no more. The server's shut down now. Goodbye, everyone." I you know, don't. Yeah. No, like, is Q. that a fever dream? I swear that was a thing. I, I don't no, think was, that one was it, microtransactions though. Oh, it was. Oh, it was 100% it? Okay. was. It started out that it was totally free, and then people were like, it takes too long to break blocks. And then the team at 42 Cans or whatever was like, uh, I know how to fix this, Peter. We'll put in microtransactions so you can buy a gold pickaxe that smashes nine blocks at once. Woo! And the big win at the very end, uh, was that you got to appear in the game that they were actually working on. Goddess. Uh, which got, Yeah, Goddess. Uh, you got to be in the game as the god. Um, and then that didn't even happen. Nope. And there was a lot of legal shit with that, and it was dumb. And now, also Goddess was bad. And now he's making a blockchain game, and we're going to move on. <laughs> Uh, did he play anything else, Oroa? What? Hold hold on. I don't mm. think you remember where you were in your own podcast. I don't. Uh, I don't. You're, you're asking us about Oroa website. Wait, no, 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 no. What I was playing. Yeah, and then we were talking Pizza Tower. Yeah. Yeah, and I said Bone Razor Minions. Yeah, and then uh, I asked if he was playing anything else. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Man, you're the I'm one actually confused. high, and you're confused more than me. <laughs> My apologies. Did you play anything else, Oroa? No, I got nothing else to comment on at this time. Okay, I rest are, my case. We're, we're going to move on and we're going to ask Connor, what games have you played? The games that I've played that are worth talking about, one of them, of course, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And you guys know how I have this horrible sickness where, if, like, if you put collectibles in front of me, I, I have to go and collect them all. Yeah. I'm at the point in the game now where, like, I can't hunt any more legendary animals. 
uh, a lot of the things that happen, like they, they won't happen until Arthur gets more sick. So I'm like begrudgingly doing the storage. It's like, all I want to do is go back to go in the woods and hunt alone. And it's making me go into civilization. Oh, no. Which I think is an unexpected slash unintended story element that I'm leaning into heavily. Uh, it's a, it's still a great game. I, kudos all around for it. If, if for some reason the listener hasn't played it yet, I can't recommend it enough. That That's then, actually how I'm going to kidnap Connor is just by placing like collectibles in a line out to the forest. It, it'll work too. It'll <laughs> family work. guy joke. Family guy joke. Was yeah, it a Family Guy it, joke? I don't know. I yeah, don't watch with, Family with Guy. With Adam West. Or no, not Adam West. With uh, James Woods. James Woods. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. Uh, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of... Okay. I, I, I vaguely remember that. We're going to move on. You, do you play anything else other than Red Dead? Yeah. Um, I, uh, another game, which uh, just signifies the sicknesses that I have. Y'all ever heard of Shenmue? I, I talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, that that I was kind of feeling nostalgic for it. So yeah, I spent this last week, especially on my Steam Deck, it runs great on the deck, uh, mostly running around 1985's Japan, asking people if they've seen a black car on that day. Is there a beeping? I, that I think just... that is the sound of my heater. Like, Oh, I thought it was a fax machine. <laughs> oh, oh no, Connor's getting a fax. Maybe, maybe we're hearing different beeps, I don't know. He wanted to replicate uh, the 1987... Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, I'm really immersed. Like, I, I got my CRT monitors back out. Uh, man, playing this game makes me miss the Dreamcast. Why has no other designer, and I've talked about this before, taken the UMD, the virtual memory card with the screen and the interactability, just put it on your phone? Everyone's controller has a USB-C cable into it. Just take that, make a plug into the phone, and then let me use my phone. But uh, we tried that. Don't you remember it with the around the Xbox One's launch uh, t- time period? Every game had a mobile app that added extra functionality. Oh yeah, I remember awful. games had like I don't remember mobile apps with extra functionality. I remember like mini games that were like, and if you get the high score, you'll unlock an extra skin. <laughs> yeah, no, in in Watch Dogs, you could use your phone to like trigger hacks on the map. And also, like, you could invade other people's games, but only through the mobile app. That's kind of late. Like, like, I know Fallout had the, you can use your Pip-Boy on your phone. I have a fond memory of my roommate at the time taping his phone to his wrist and using it like that. Was I it... own the actual Pip-Boy thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, I know. You're supposed, to put, you're, you're supposed to put your phone in the Pip-Boy uh, case that you paid, like, $300 for, and... Then you you have it on your on your wrist, and it it's great whenever you have arms that are just slightly thicker than what they were planning for. Yeah, you need to uh, just chop part of your arm off. Yeah, like I, I don't even have like I got some fat on my arm, but it's not it's not a ton. I don't know, man. They, they were I, planning for children using that thing. I swear, probably. I I also remember vaguely, and I could be wrong, one of the Nintendo consoles, and I want to say it was the Switch or the Wii U. I think it was the Wii U. You had to get a mobile app to be able to talk online? No, that's the Switch. Oh, okay, yeah, that is the Switch. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's not a terrible idea if implemented well, 
but we have discovered over the last 10 years that it has not been implemented well. Did you play anything other than Shenmue? Or, well, nothing, after that. Sorry. Nothing really worth mention. Still been doing my reading, still been doing my painting, still been editing my podcast. Good. Video games take time, man. Especially when you're playing video games like Shenmue and Red Dead 2. That is true. I I tend to burn through... Like, I beat Red Dead pretty quickly, but that's because I kind of burned through the storyline rather than going through and doing everything like you're doing. And did you get any of the, the legendary ones other than, like, the, the bear you got to hunt? Uh, no. Dope. I, I did not enjoy the hunting. Fishing's enjoyable. Tracking birds is, like... Not something I ever thought I'd be interested in, but it's pretty damn enjoyable. Give it a try. I, I, I give it nothing but warm commendation. This is okay. This is a game that does not need anyone singing its laurel no. more than it already has. But that being said, I recommend it. Uh, we are going to move on to the games I played on on Monday. I played some Overwatch. On Tuesday, I played some Persona Three Portable. Uh, and then on Friday, I played some Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord. I like that game. It is a little slow for streaming. Just not not quite action packed or like really storyline heavy. Uh you do at least when I'm playing it. Uh you end up just like falling into a ton of money at some point and that that made me feel really good, you know, going from being pretty broke to being like, "Oh, now I have 40,000 gold." Okay, great. Uh, but it is fun. I like Banner Lord. You, you'll notice that on Wednesday and Thursday, I didn't play any games. And that was because I went on a work trip to a town on the coast of Oregon called Bandon. And let me tell you something about Bandon. That place sucks. Um, I Everything closes at like 7 in that town. And... I was like, oh, I got home from work at like nine. And by home, I mean to the hotel. And I was like, I'm going to get some food. And I looked and there was nowhere that was open. The Irish pub closes at seven. Is it a dry county or something? No, it's just boring. Vampires. Yeah, vampires. That's it. No, it's Oregon just vampires. It's just terribly boring and rainy. And there was only one place I found that was open that was like a bar that had really bad pizza. So that was that was where I ate that night. Um Man, and I asked you ate I, at the vampire bar and didn't die. Yeah, it was pretty great. I actually made some money because I did some some video oh, game, yeah. like video lottery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you made some money at the bar. Yeah. But I asked them, I was like, so like uh, I noticed that, like, there's no fast food even. Like, there's no McDonald's open or anything like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's no fast food in Bandon. They won't allow it. Okay. but Oh, that's where I grew up, had that same problem. Right. And now the town's dead. Well, and my I was like, okay, but there's a Dairy Queen. Now, mind you, it closes at like 8.30, but there's still Literally, a Dairy Queen. Same thing in Carrollton. Dairy Queen is the only one. And you know why? Figured it out. It, because of their, uh, their franchise? No, it's no because it doesn't matter. Most McDonald's are franchised. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's because Dairy Queen is fan food, not fast food. 
That is literally that the reason. Mean? That's bullshit. I have, I have no idea what that means. That's that's some horse shit right there. That's what that that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. That means is. that whoever wrote up that law said uh fucking except for Dairy Queen, I like Dairy Queen. Well my, my sister's the manager of the Dairy Queen, so of course we gotta let the Dairy Queen stay open till ten? <laughs> no, eight thirty, Jesus. Yeah. And and I looked up, I was like, okay, maybe I can DoorDash something the, the first day I was there. Well, and you learned pretty quick, didn't you? There were no, there were three places <laughs> and it was all like, it was all like Dollar General and the, the local grocery store. So, uh, Bandon sucks and is rainy and uh, if you ever come to Oregon, don't go there. <laughs> we are going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, these progressively get uh, the first two are good. The The third one is kind of awful and terrible, and everyone's probably heard of it already, but we'll talk about it a bit. So the first one is they're coming out with a new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi uh, 4? We don't actually know. It doesn't have an official title. Just right. yeah. that is the, happening. Yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be 4. Probably going to be 4. I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, Honestly, if anyone's gonna do like a, a reverse Uno joke, not joke name, but like out of left field name, it's gonna be Dragon Ball. That that is true. I'm kind Pluto of surprised. Tenkaichi Sparking. I'm kind of right. surprised they're coming out with it because the last game was released in 2005. It's to prey on nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah that's why. That, that that makes sense. Hopefully they'll prey on some of that nostalgia for dot, the the original dot hack series at some point. Release no. the original dot hack as a remaster. They did it for GU. They can do it for the original four. Uh, are either of you excited for this? I, I watched the trailer. It's very short. They did show some footage from uh, the other games, which included, of course, references to the best Dragon Ball uh, franchise, the Dragon Ball GT. Right? Everybody loves Dragon Ball GT. It's there's just so much. It's it's so <laughs> overwhelming sometimes. Uh, he doesn't even Connor doesn't even get the joke. No. The joke uh, is that GT is uh the worst series. It is, it not only is it, it the wasn't w- written by Jira Toriyama, whatever the hell his name is. Gary yeah. Toriyama. Yeah, Gary they, Toriyama. Gary Toriyama. <laughs> they they didn't they don't even consider it canon. So the new they do not. Uh, Dragon Ball Super show. Oh wait, and, that's the one where he becomes a kid, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry. I do remember he, that. He goes Super Saiyan four and turns into a monkey man. Yep, and that they right. showed off in the trailer. If you watch it, they showed off Super Saiyan four, uh, like okay. from the previous games. So that's that yeah, was so the reference. Could I was be making. Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi GT Blazing. Oh my God! With I would. I would cry at, out from laughing if they made a GT game. <laughs> it could happen in 2023. Yeah. Or or that should be their April Fool's joke. Is to show off just a bunch of GT stuff and be like, we're bringing it back. So anyway, I'm excited. I know that Dirt, or uh, not Dirt, um, Aroa, do you like Fighter Z. I thought uh, for some reason I vaguely recall you thinking Fighter Z was good. 
I think that it looks really good and it seems like it plays really good, but I am not an authority on fighting games in general, so I couldn't say for sure it's quality. I Everything I've heard or seen, though, seems to imply that it is a very good fighting game in general. Yeah. Not, I... even, not even just the best Dragon Ball fighter. The only problem I have with Fighter Z is I'm not a huge fan of like the team fighting games where you yeah, have multiple right. characters that you swap in and out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. What about you, Connor? Have you ever played any uh any Fighter Z or any of the new Dragon Ball games? Fighter Z was the one that was eliminated, a- so it looks like it was a drawing while you were playing it, right? Yeah, that one's the yeah. So I. I played that one for like 10 minutes and decided it wasn't for me. What do you uh, I liked I liked Budokai uh back oh, in yeah. the day. I played played Budokai 1 through 3, but I don't think I ever played any of the Budokai Tenkaichi ones. I did. No, I I know it's not exactly the same genre, but the Xenoverse, like the one where you make your own duder and like it's all time wibbly wobbly. That oh, one yeah. was pretty fun. I enjoyed like yeah. even though it's just every other Dragon Ball game. Like it's you go through the basic story and you unlock better abilities you do. Like I knew what I was getting in for right when I sat down, and that one I enjoyed quite a bit. Um that game was good. Uh carrying on from that, I think the most recent one was the the Kakarot game. Yeah. And that one was really good for what it was, but eventually at least in the main storyline, you kind of get overpowered. Or I got overpowered. And so you just run through the enemies, including all of the like mat like major villains. But other than that, you know, it's a good game, and hopefully, the new Tenkaichi game is also very good. But we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about something that's close to a Roa's heart. Vinyl records have outsold CDs for the first time in thirty-five years. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes like... it makes zero sense to me because records suck. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I, I think records are like the superior sound platform, aren't they? No. Yeah. No, they are not. They're they're analog audio, even though... So, so here's the thing. I personally, while I do enjoy collecting records, I'm not going to say that records just outright sound better than digital formats, but I think that it's just more fun to experience music in an analog physical way like that i just i just like the format for that purpose uh a cd has its own slight merit but it just doesn't have the same sort of nostalgia factor that i think you get out of either cassette or uh a record because the the argument's always that that like it's analog audio so it can be as good as your headphones can reproduce but uh most people don't realize that it, all fucking music is digitally mastered at this point. Yeah. Like that's, it's all recorded digitally. It's all mastered digitally. Like any kind of benefit that you'd be getting from the analog sound format has been lost as soon as the song was recorded. But I, but I like this because I just personally think that vinyl has a more interesting both visually and just in the overall experience, just just everything about it is superior to 
CDs. And I don't see why we've been selling CDs at all in the last decade, considering you're going to get the same audio quality from a 320 megabit per second MP3 file. So why even bother? Some people still drive around in cars that don't have like anything other than a CD player or an auxiliary port. Yeah. So, and some people just like having CD physical media in general. So, uh, same thing with vinyl. Some people just like owning the vinyl and some people like just owning the CD. Uh, that being said, uh, streaming has been, has 92.3% of the market. Oh yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I subscribe to Spotify Yeah. in spite of, in, in spite of having like plenty of music already, like, well, and Spotify kind of being a bag of dicks. Well, sure. But like, what else, what else am I going to go to? Am I going to go to Apple music? Yeah. No. Apple music. No. What, what other, was title a thing? Is that, am I recalling? That's still a thing. Okay. Yeah. That was from uh, uh, one of the rappers, one of them, one of them old school rappers. I I don't know, but just so you know, um, vinyl records sold forty one million units, uh, compared to CDs thirty three million units. I can't believe that that many CDs are still sold. Or, or or vinyl records. Those were vinyl records I'm, were dead when I was a child. Uh, so vinyl vinyl has been on a resurgence since like the early two thousands. I know. Like, and it's only been accelerating as more people have gotten more people from that that are in my age group get to the point where they have plenty of expendable income. And you've got hipsters of the the Gen Z crowd, even that are fucking buying this shit. And hell, a lot of Gen Xers their their favorite bands actually have original vinyl records that probably are analog audio. Like, so it, it's it's really just a great period for for vinyl records, and that's good. I'm happy about that. Good. But I don't think I wish that there was a better alternative than Bandcamp for smaller artists trying to get vinyl records made. Is Band Bandcamp's the Apple Music or App no. the Mac program, right? No. I'm thinking something no. else. You're thinking of GarageBand. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh no band Bandcamp is where a lot of independent artists will put their music up for sale. Uh, ever since SoundCloud kind of became uh, huge dicks, that's where a lot of people have been putting stuff. But they got bought by Epic uh, either last year or the year before, uh, right around the time that they bought Harmonix. So I'm very iffy on that platform. I still buy music from them, but it's it, it like it's so nice for artists because then a lot of the time they can have physical copies of their of their shit made through that and it's really cool i just bought a cassette from somebody yesterday a cassette yeah what are you doing cassettes are like they're gonna they're gonna like they're making the next resurgence they're making the next resurgence then we're gonna go back to eight tracks it'll be fantastic i i am actually with no uh, stop it don't get an eight track player no, no 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 that's not what i was getting yet uh 
I was I already have one anyway. Uh, <sighs> I was saying, um, like I I am going to try replacing carrying my phone around while I'm walking with uh my Walkman that I got as part of a larger auction last year. I think that'd be fun. You know, they at one point, <laughs> I don't know why, but they had uh, record players that you could put in your car. Yeah, I've seen, I, I've seen stuff like that. And yeah, like I can't imagine that going well. I can't imagine it going well either. The uh, So I do have a couple records myself. I bought one when I was in, when I was in Ireland, I bought, one that said local artist and it was the proclaimers. And I'm like, I don't think they're a local artist cause they're from Scotland, but I'll, I'll still grab it. <laughs> so I got the, the, one of the singles from the proclaimers, not 500 miles, uh, but I don't actually have a record player. That's, that's one of the things I'm missing. I'm all, I also don't own um, an RCA video disc player and my girlfriend for Christmas bought me a couple laser discs and one of them was a laser disc and the other one was an RCA video disc. So now I have to find an RCA video disc player at some point in my life. Yeah. That, that is something that you have to do. Yeah. And <laughs> the RCA video disc is basically a record player. It's a yeah. record player that also plays video. It's, it's disgustingly bad. Uh, it it's was pretty fucking cool, though. It it is really cool. It's just not good. Like the the quality <laughs> of the the playback is leagues worse than laser discs. And I would never come out here and say that laser discs are the best. I think that they are a fun format and and was one of the best format formats ever used. But I don't think that it is better than a like a blu-ray or anything like that anyway we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about the final story which is very very sad uh for for some people not for me i didn't have any money in it doesn't doesn't affect say, me I at all i don't think this is very sad at all actually uh this is from ars technica silicon valley bank shut down by u.s banking regulators because they done fucked up um do do either of you have anything to say before we go through the story? Um, well, I mean, I don't know if you if you want to me to blow the load or not. You can you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, everyone For... who used this bank, everyone who used this bank, yeah, was just a fucking Silicon Valley venture capitalist, fucking mm -hmm. fucking ninth tier fucking capitalist pig shit yeah uh healthcare startups tech startups stuff like that and it's it, but it was also like this was where the people who fund those stupid bullshit ideas the people who fund taking advantage of people's hope and goodwill the, those people's money go in there well went in there yep and uh just so you know the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, um, it covers a certain amount of money. So if, if you or I put money in a bank, 
uh, it'll cover up to $250,000. Um, and then after that, it's not protected. So if, if we have a million dollars in a bank account and that bank closes, the most that we're getting back is probably $250,000. Unless, uh, we'll go through the story, but unless like that bank ends up selling to another company and then they're able to give us some more money based on what we had in there. But realistically, all we could expect is $250,000, which a lot of these health care startups and giant tech companies probably had more than $250,000 uh, in there. And so they're only getting that much back for, for right now until uh, Silicon Valley Bank sells its assets and is able to pay some of the people back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But some bad things happened. So it says here, trading in Pacific West, Western Alliance, and First Republic were stopped due to volatility after they all initially fell 40 to 50% in like a day. That is a, that is a huge drop. Um, if you, so I was reading through the comments, and one comment had a quote from it that, that stuck out for me. It said, the banking group's trouble stems from a decision made at the peak of the tech boom to park $91 billion of its deposits in a long-dated security, such as mortgage bonds and U.S. treasuries, which were deemed safe but are now worth $15 billion less than when they purchased them after the Federal Reserve aggressively raised interest rates. So that's, they made a bad investment. They took $91 billion and ended up losing $15 billion of that. And that's, that's where they started having some issues. Um, it says the bank's shares registered their biggest ever decline on Thursday, I believe of last week, which would have been, I don't know, some date, wiping $9.6 billion off its market uh, capitalization. SVB shares had fallen more than 60% in pre-market trading on Friday before the trading halt. Goddamn. <laughs> if, yeah, that, that, hopefully this doesn't, you know, affect, like, hopefully this doesn't cause a recession. Remember last time we had a, the, the last time we had a banking failure this big was in 2008. No, yeah, but it was 2008 was a very different situation. It was. Cuz that's that's what like everyone on the internet is freaking out about. Now admit, I I freaked out about it for about 20 minutes myself. Yeah. But, like I watched two YouTube videos of financial witchadoodles talking about the details of it and like yeah, while it it sounds really bad. You got to remember that both this bank and there was another one recently that also went under. Both of them are very niche banks. This isn't U.S. Bank or or J.P. Morgan or you know. Uh, Washington Mutual was that was the big one. I think Wamu. was that was that uh, that was that was the one that crashed in two thousand eight. Oh, okay. That's way okay. Yeah, uh, that was. But I'm saying like, like also, I'm pretty sure that uh, the other one 
if I'm thinking of the right one, was like completely built up on the back of Crypto Bros. Mm. And that all fell apart whenever uh, FTX died. Yeah, there's so, FTX, and there's a call. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, this isn't. This is going to affect a lot of you know those tech companies and and it's, it's that have money rich them. people that don't care about you anyway. Yeah, exactly. So fuck them. And like with Watchers and Mutual and Bank of America, you know, back in two thousand eight, that was a lot of lower income people or middle middle class people that that affected because those banks messed up and shifted that money that they owed onto the consumers. Whereas this doesn't seem like it's going to affect, you know, middle class people. It's again, rich people. Um, so I am, while I, part of me is crossing my fingers um, that we have another 2008, uh, just because I would like to buy a better house at some point in my life. And having having the housing market crash might actually be beneficial for me at this moment in my in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mentioning the housing market, yeah. Like, if there's anything that looks like 2008, it's that. Yeah, but unfortunately, like, it's right now, magnified by 150 percent. Yeah, exactly. Um, it says here that customers had begun to grow increasingly fearful of the bank's financial position on Thursday. No shit. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> If I looked at a stock that I had and saw it drop 40% in one day, I would also become increasingly fearful. Uh, so some startups began pulling out their cash, while some venture capitalist groups acknowledged that they had begun advising some of their portfolio companies to consider withdrawing a portion of their deposits from the lender earlier that week. Uh, it says SVB's 40 years of business relationships supporting Silicon Valley evaporated in 14 hours. Uh, there were also some things I saw on Twitter that aren't mentioned in this story, but I think some of the the higher ups at SVB were also withdrawing a bunch of money like a week before everything went down. I think I heard that on on Linus Tech Tips, yeah. And so that is um what's the word where uh you break the law and then go to prison? Oh, that's Justice. illegal. That's illegal. Oh. <laughs> Although by break the law and go to prison, I mean break the law and get a fine and a slap on the wrist. Yeah, and then nothing changes actually. Yeah. So I I this is a huge story. Um Thankfully, I, I like it's not going to affect us. Breton Entertainment does not have any money in Silicon Valley Bank. Shockingly enough, Breton uh, Entertainment does not have any money. <laughs> hey, Breton has money. Breton Entertainment Reiton has money. Breton Entertainment <laughs> does not have any money. On the books, that is uh, what you call in the red. Yes, um, we are we are losing money every year, technically speaking. Uh, I pay about $30 a month for Reed Entertainment on all of the properties in, involved in Reed Entertainment. So, you got to take that, uh, that street sign down. It's not doing the advertising then, you think it is. And then if I, if, if I take away the pay I give uh, to Aroa and, and Connor, that's still only 30 bucks a month because I don't pay them. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Aroa? 
I don't remember. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Aro is a little high right now. I think he had some pot brownies or something. Uh, gummy. Oh, pot gummies. I see. I see. Do those taste just like gummy bears? I have no idea. No, I bet they taste like shit. Um, I mean, they're good until the sugar washes away. And um, then, then, yeah, it's got it's got a kind of a grungy aftertaste, but it doesn't last that long. And that's and then not... it's like it's like clockwork. Two hours later, it all hits. Yeah. Yeah. I I've never had any uh, pot gummies or pot brownies. So I wouldn't. Know. I got I got the got the big raise at work, you know, so. Congratulations. I was like, I was like I'll uh, let's. Let's uh see how this goes. Let's try it a second time, and it's going a lot better this time. I tell you what. That's that's good. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. Just just don't eat those while on the clock. No. And they're not going to be doing any drug testing. Uh, I mean, well, can't fire me anyway. They can. Nope, not in Illinois. Oh, did did Illinois pass the law saying that you can't fire somebody for being high? Sure did. Oh, nice. Because I think they want to get that passed in Oregon, but I don't know if it ever did pass. But, yeah, if, if something's legal in the state, um, they can't fire you. So yep. that's that's good. In some place, like when... when that law first passed in Oregon where we could, you know, smoke pot. Uh, I was currently, I was at the time working at Consumer Cellular and like that law passed. And the next day I'm walking through the halls at work, just seeing a bunch of signs being like, don't smoke pot. <laughs> we are a drug free workplace. And there was a, a guy I worked with who had a brain tumor. And he was just, like, super high at work all the time on pain pills. And he asked them, he's like, if I get approved, can I, I smoke pot or, or do gummies or whatever? Like, I know you guys are, you frown upon it, but I would like to do that. And they're like, it's not federally legal, so you can't do it. So they we would rather... Christian company. Yeah, they would rather have him high on pain pills... Than smoking it, weed, yeah. It was it was bothersome, but anyway, uh, SVB Bank is no more. If you had any money in there, why are you listening to my podcast? Go fuck <laughs> yourself, motherfucker. Uh, and and we will we were gonna cut this a little short this week, but I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. I hey was I was right here the whole time. Y'all y'all right? You okay? Hey, you know. Thank you for hey. playing Red Dead Redemption during the podcast, Connor. Hey, He's not. He's playing hey. Shenmue. Yeah, I'm not playing Red Dead. I'm playing Shenmue. Oh, I'm okay. I'm asking people if they saw a black car on the day that my father passed away. Okay, I got I'm everyone. Sorry. People on the street, people in shops, the kids who found a cat. <laughs> uh, don't you know the people to talk to? Have oh, you yes, played? I've, I've played this game multiple times, but like. Okay. I'm enjoying myself. This is a great game. Did, the silly voice acting is like half of the pleasure of it. Did you set the clock to December 25th so you can talk to Santa Claus? 
<laughs> no, but I am aware that that's a thing. I think that's the in-game clock where that happens. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yes, he walks around and he's like, buy stuff from local shops, and then you can't actually buy anything. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for being here. We will be back next week talking about some more bank failures. Goodbye. Come on and take a free ride. <laughs>